Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I am a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. I am your host, Melissa, and today's topic is shame. Yuck, I think I actually already feel a sense of dread hearing that word. If this was your reaction, you're not alone. We don't like to talk or think about shame because it's uncomfortable. That's why I truly admire shame researcher and best-selling author Brene Brown with such high regard because she has dedicated her life to this topic. It's not an easy topic to dedicate your life to. So let's dive in. And I really want to start this off with a definition so we're all on the same page. I think there's a lot of confusion between guilt and shame. Shame is defined by Brene Brown as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Something we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. Wow, that's like a really powerful definition in my opinion, Uh, but it's true, you know, and according to studies done by the American Journal of Sociology and many other psychological studies done, not just in the United States, but around the world, have concluded that statistically, women experience way more shame than men. You might find this true in your own experience. I know I do. In my life, I see women always quicker to label themselves as a failure after a making mistake rather than the men in my life, which that's something I actually admire about the men in my life is that they don't necessarily quickly label themselves and something that we can learn to do too. You know, there's many different tactics about how you can go about battling shame, but I really think Brene Brown distills it the best. I mean, she is kind of the leading expert on this topic. Uh, The book, The Gift of Imperfection, highly recommend it. She talks about the three things that you need to do to have shame resilience. The first is naming it. Often easier said than done. (laughs) Second is talk about it. And third is own your story. It sounds so easy when you put it like that. But I think what I want to challenge you to do is something even simpler. Because I think change always begins with awareness. And this can often be the most challenging part. You will definitely hear this as a theme throughout this podcast. I will be making lots of calls to bring awareness because it is the hardest part. You know, for example, notice the difference between these two statements. Say you made a mistake. You might say, I am bad. Or you might say, I did bad. The first of those statements, I am bad, is definitively shame speak. You are defining your worth or lack thereof by a mistake that you've made. The one that was latter, I did bad, is simply guilt, which can be a productive emotion to some extent to ensure that you don't repeat an action. When you're shaming yourself, you're not allowing an opportunity for growth. You are now just relinquishing your control and defining yourself by a negative experience. So that's a pretty massive difference when you think about it. Those two simple statements, either defining your worth or identity or acknowledging it was a mistake. And you know, this is really common. Even in everyday conversations, I'll catch myself or my friends saying things like, I'm an idiot. I'm a failure. I'm the worst. Sometimes we'll actually mean it. And other times we'll be saying it with a humorous undertone. Here's the dangerous part about it being funny. You know, 
Again, what I'd ask is that we bring awareness to the way that we talk about ourselves after a mistake, because the words we use have power. I think we've forgotten that, or maybe some of us just didn't even realize it. Countless, countless studies have been published in major publications like the Wall Street Journal, all saying the same thing, that the words we use affect us mentally and physically. And apologies here, I tried to find the exact studies but couldn't, or they were specific to sports performance and self-talk. So if you really can't take my word for it, check out your friendly neighborhood Google. I'm sure you will find your answers there. (laughs) I digress. So what I'm saying is this negative self-talk or inadvertent or intentional is harmful to you mentally and physically. The words we use have so much power. That's why there's such a big trend around affirmations and I personally do them as well. But that means that, you know, you can't just be saying affirmations to yourself in the morning and then calling yourself like a piece of crap for the rest of the day and expect that morning mantra to save you. The key is awareness throughout the entire day, in your thoughts, in the way that you speak. Self-deprecating humor is honestly like the lowest form of humor. So if it's your shtick, I'm sorry, but I recommend you find a new one like yesterday. Don't worry, society already treats women like second-class citizens. We don't need to do it too. You know, the statement that always helps me check myself when I start to say things like, I'm an idiot, or I'm so silly, after making a mistake is, never call yourself something you, would let, you wouldn't let a stranger say to you or your child. Really try thinking of yourself as your own child. Would you let someone else call your child a failure or an idiot? Probably not without a punch to the face, <laughs> right? Like... Why do we let ourselves say such terrible things to ourselves, whereas anyone else was to say that to us or to our best friend or to our partner, we would freak out. It's funny how we allow ourselves to be the biggest bullies. So my urge to you is to stop. And my call to action is specific though. Notice when you slip up and call yourself names. That's it. Notice it. Notice it, and then you can begin to change it. Because you're probably saying things like, I'm an idiot three or four times a day, and not even realizing it. So try your best to avoid avoid it, but also don't shame yourself for speaking shame. Then we begin in this terrible cycle of continuing to be shameful about trying not to say things that are shameful. Just notice it and promise yourself that you will do better next time. That's all we can really ask. It's that heightened awareness, that elevated consciousness is when we can produce change. So it's an easy start, right? Just pay attention to the words you use and the way, to you, the way you speak to yourself as if you were a child. Because in essence, our bodies and our minds are really malleable, right? Like the things we say have such a profound impact. We basically are children our entire lives, or at least the physical and mental side is, so... That's a little bit of food for thought for you. Until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking. Check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.